Hey guys, welcome to a new season of Here the Walking Dead, an unofficial podcast about the AMC original series Fear the Walking Dead. My name is Mafsimavu and I've watched every episode of the show so far. If you are tuning into this podcast for the first time, what I do here is basically give a recap and a review of the current week's episode. This week, we'll be talking about the double season premiere of the third season which is titled Eye of the Beholder and The New Frontier. To find more Here the Walking Dead podcasts, just check out film-book.com by searching the term Here the Walking Dead. You can also email us at podcasts at film-book.com with Here the Walking Dead in the subject line. So, Fear the Walking Dead basically returned with a double dose of intensity as Season 3 basically a huge loss that came straight out of the death and that death I'm talking about is Travis while the Clark family also had to grieve with the fact that their patriarch is gone and now they are ready to basically take over their new home even if it's by force so we get threats from both sides uh, the walkers and the humans which uh, were pretty well balanced in the first episode of the double season premiere. We also get introduced to the the Doomsday Preppers, which um, are the Otto family, uh, which gives a new element to the story. Uh, the saviors, you know, under the trained eye, also uh, including in that tight-knit family is uh, the um, danger child, Troy. Uh, played by Daniel Sherman. We got to see him become more of a military brat who basically lets more than he lets on uh, with what he is trying to do. He basically thinks that murdering people is for fun. I mean, if you call science fun, then I guess you can say that to a psycho, but... You know, for a guy like Troy, you, you know immediately that he's just basically crazy. Well, as, you know, with Troy becoming this wild card entry into the series, Madison and patriarch of the Otto family, Jeremiah, played by uh, Dates and Callie, basically found themselves in this uneasy alliance that took place by the end of this two-part season premiere. The... Broke Jaw Ranch, which Jeremiah runs, is basically isolated, uh, very self-sustaining. It pretty much became this place that Madison, you know, basically decides to exploit while, you know, Luciana was receiving medical care after what happened to her uh, during uh, last year's uh, season finale. With Jeremiah, he tried to keep things calm, you know, at times, but Troy had already caused enough damage as it was. Not only did he and his military cronies, you know, try to murder Travis and Nick, but Madison and Alicia had to basically, you know, battle, you know, fight off the um, these guys. Uh, even sticking a spoon in... Uh, Jeremiah's eye and holding him hostage in order to free themselves and then there was this whole thing of Travis getting dumped into a walker pit and then eventually he ended up dying 
on a chopper ride, you know, straight to the ranch. It's too much to basically forgive at this point. And I really did like Madison's straightforward thinking of things, you know, just lying ahead and knowing what's best for her family. I would say with Nick, uh, his thinking was more along the lines of basically leaving the ranch behind. But Madison was just too persuasive on using them for as long as she could and then eventually running the place. I mean, it is a really wicked idea to, you know, go through. I mean, the ranch is pretty much filled with survivalists and Madison, you know, and then, you know, she also has, you know, just one gun that she signed for and her kids. I mean, she seems pretty competent in her abilities and also running on a mix of grief and grit and that her uh, harshness to this brave new world is pretty, pretty awesome, I gotta say. Normally, I'm not usually a fan of, you know, big premieres or finales in that case when they're actually being shown as two separate episodes. But I do feel like it would have been a bad idea just to wait another week, you know, for us to find out that, you know, Travis ends up getting killed or presumably gets killed. We don't know. I mean, anything can happen on this show. But, um... It was such a huge ordeal, and it was a big moment for him to survive that zombie pit that I didn't think it would be, you know, it would have worked in a narrative perspective, you know, to wait until the following Sunday and then just kill him off right away. I mean, it all needed to come together so that we could at least connect with his death more to the turmoil with Troy and then all the chaos that he ends up causing for everybody. And then we also, you know, want to get to know our new friends, which includes uh, Troy's brother, Jake, who is more of the good son, uh, being tasked with keeping Troy under control. But at the same time, it doesn't appear to be good enough for all the damage that Troy has already done. So getting into the second episode, if this is really the end of Travis as we see it, I mean, I honestly can't see any way he would have survived that jump. But I am totally going to miss this guy. I mean, after he murdered those those two D-bags at, you know, toward the end of season 2, it really felt like he finally evolved into a fierce and ferocious warrior. After going through seeing what's right and wrong, he finally morphed into this guy who knows that, you know, this world is going to force him to make tough choices. I think the way he handled those walkers in that zombie pit, it was a really great scene. It was really well done. And, you know, there were times where I thought that it was basically the end for him, but it wasn't. He ended up coming out alive and victorious. I mean, you know, only for that while, only we end up being killed, you know, during his ride to the ranch by some unknown assailants. I mean, I I don't even know why Travis needed to die at this point, since uh, 
it did mark an end to his line or his side of the family. Because now all we're left is the Clarks and this crazy new situation. But maybe that could be enough. I mean, Travis could be much more damaged to continue onto this journey and should only become more of a motivation for Madison and Nick, who, you know, he basically blamed himself for all of this, to stop, you know, whining and start surviving more as a group. And even Alicia, too, at that matter. I mean, she seems to be more on board of having gone through all this all this trauma. I mean, from having to murder Andres to fighting off Troy and then watching Travis sacrifice himself with that fall. I mean, she's been through a lot, through you know, in these past two seasons. And a lot of her past struggles have, you know, did involve uh, resenting Nick and then... The uh, you know the huge length, the huge leaps that Madison had to take in order to find him and protect him, but now maybe she'll complete this whole picture here, become this final piece in realigning the Clark clan. I mean, she's basically proven herself to be more than capable of taking down a group or a commune, you know, from inside. But it makes me wonder if she's going to end up having a soft spot for Jake. I mean, that would be a shame if um, if this felt too forced or you know, too fast. And then we had Nick's big moment towards the end when he was holding a gun on Troy, which I thought was pretty awesome. I mean, I won't go f- so far to say that the main characters felt like they're, they were making smart decisions. But they were making quick decision choices based on instinct. And that kind of um, amazed me as a viewer. Even if they were dangerous. Uh, Travis fighting back against the soldiers during the first episode was really satisfying. Also with uh, Madison's plan to take down Troy. I mean, I felt like that pretty much brought everybody back together. Even though... uh, you know, towards the end of the first episode, we had to get the family to split again. I mean, we're far enough into the series as it is where it's believable for them to come up with a plan and then execute it well enough to make it go their own way. It's what draws people into watching a TV show based on zombies. Anyone going this far into an outbreak, you know, ends up getting the experience necessary to survive. And that, you know, gives them the ability to make the tough choices and then, you know, go against those who oppose them. Both of these episodes came with some nice, you know, gory carnage. First with the hordes of you know, walkers going into the sewer and then that spoon stab into Travis's eye, that was complete survival mode. Even when Travis was in that pit, he was like full on killing everybody in that pit. And then, you know, also with that final dive he took at the chopper when he was about to die. I mean, these episodes, these, 
these premiere episodes really were, you know, it had bite. I mean, I thought it was a nice, strong start to the season. But then there were times where I felt a little frustrated in a few places. I mean, especially especially when um, we were introduced to the, um, the Otto family. I mean, more would have been said about all the bad things that Troy has done. I mean, Nick brought it up a few times, but I feel like it just wasn't justified for all the things he has done. I mean, that could be the reason why he was pointing a gun at Troy, which I thought kind of uh, rectified all that. And then, you know, going through the second chapter, I also want to mention Strand, who was back at the resort, as he was trying to hold on as long as he could. His angle here... You know, trying to pretend to be a doctor in order to, you know, calm the people by the gates ultimately ended up feeling weird because he basically ends up getting kicked out for helping, helping, you know, calm the situation down. I mean, sure, he may have been, you know, he may have been exposed, you know, you know sooner than later. And then things might have maybe turned bad because of that. But I did feel that there was, you know, maybe an easy way to get around that. I mean, the decision to kick him out kind of felt too rash, even though, you know, at least he did get a car out of it. So it'll be interesting to see where what his journey is going to be up next for, um, for this upcoming season. I would just like to say the two-part opener, you know, did... F- pull in a few punches, releasing all this blood and gore, and then kind of shocked us with a big uh, character death that ends up feeling the story as the season moves forward. I mean, sure, the Clarks might, you know, end up have, you know, might have to stay at this farm for a while, and then, you know, maybe the season might feel a little bit stifled at some point because of that but the characters do seem to be making some good instinctual decisions i mean there was a lot of shocks and surprises there during this uh, big season over which i don't expect you know that i do expect from um a franchise like the walking dead so yeah i totally enjoyed um the season opener Well, you heard it from here, guys, so thank you so much for listening to this episode of Here the Walking Dead. You can find more of my work on filmbashbook.com. All you gotta do is search up my name, Mufsin Mahbub, or you can search up Here the Walking Dead. You can also find me on Twitter at MufsinM. And if you listen to this podcast on iTunes or another podcast service, please rate and review this episode. Definitely give us those five-star ratings if you are also listening to this podcast on our youtube channel film book podcast please like our video subscribe to our channel and even leave us a comment if there's something that you like something you didn't like definitely let us know tune next week when we review the latest episode of fear the walking dead thanks for listening walkers we'll see you next time Uh